Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Morning, our temperatures will continue to drop through the 40s and into the 30s. So a bit of a colder start to the day tomorrow with a high temperature around 55 degrees. We'll have a beautiful day, nice sunrise and sunset with partly to mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In Georgetown, it's 40. In Bowie, 36. Leesburg, 33. And some of us could fall to 30 degrees overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight. A teenager sentenced after killing her friend over sweet and sour sauce. It's still not enough. I'm Heather Gustafson. An update tonight to the deadly crime spree that lasted nearly 12 hours, spanning from D.C. to Prince George's County, and ending up with the sole suspect being shot and killed by police. Doing more to combat juvenile crime in Maryland. We will tackle this challenge together. I'm Nick Ainelli. Also ahead, what some of the potential future owners of the Baltimore Orioles are saying about a deal to buy the team. I'm Mike Marilla. The Fed leaves interest rates alone. It may not cut rates in a couple months either. Wall Street down and the Asian markets mixed. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper, a senior defense official in Bahrain, tells CBS's Nora O'Donnell that the U.S. has struck 10 unmanned drones in western Yemen that were preparing to launch. The Biden administration blames a coalition of militant groups for the recent drone attack that killed three American service members in Jordan. CBS's Linda Kenyon at the White House. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says Qatab Hezbollah wasn't the sole proprietor. We believe that the... Uh... Uh, the attack in Jordan was uh, was uh, planned, resourced, and facilitated by an umbrella group called the Islamic Resistance in Iraq, uh, which contains uh, multiple groups, including Qatab Hezbollah. Shortly after President Biden warned of a response, Qatab Hezbollah announced it would suspend its attacks. Admiral Kirby said the U.S. will still respond on its own time. Social media CEOs are grilled by the Senate Judiciary Committee over online child safety. Senators accuse the platforms of not doing enough to protect children. Discord founder and CEO Jason Citron. Just like with all technology and tools, there are people who exploit and abuse our platforms for immoral and illegal purposes. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur says Congress has held similar hearings in past years. No matter what came out of these hearings, it is still worth noting that the European Union has done far more to protect people's privacy and to ensure online safety than the U.S. government has been able to do so far. An atmospheric river moves into Oregon and south into northern California. Flood watches have been issued in California amid heavy rain and with heavy snow possible in higher elevations. A second atmospheric river is expected this weekend. A large new study ties contaminated drinking water at North Carolina's Camp Lejeune Marine Corps base to an expanded range of cancers. CBS's Jim Crisula. Mark Partain and his family lived on the base when he was young. He now has male breast cancer. There's over 130 men that I know of that have the single commonality of exposure to the contaminated drinking water at Camp Lejeune and male breast cancer. A new study found military personnel and their families stationed at Camp Lejeune from 1975 to 1985 had at least a 20% higher risk for a number of cancers, including of the lung, throat, breast, esophagus, and thyroid. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The Federal Reserve leaves its key policy rate unchanged at five and a quarter to five and a half percent, and it's not rushing to cut rates. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. The Fed is saying we got to keep rates high enough, want to get that inflation rate down, 
We don't want to keep them high for too long. We don't want to cause a recession and job losses. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 on WTOP this Wednesday night, January 31st, 2024. Georgetown at 40. The suburbs could be down to 30. Late. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A Waldorf teenager is sentenced to five years in a D.C. juvenile detention center after pleading guilty to stabbing her friend to death outside a D.C. McDonald's last summer in an argument over nothing more than sweet and sour dipping sauce. 16-year-old Naima Ligon was killed. She is also from Waldorf. And WTOP's Heather Gustafson has been covering from court today. Minutes after the sentencing, Joy Lagon, Naima's mother, stepped outside the courtroom and said that she was relieved it was all over, but that justice had not been served. We knew that the maximum time, regardless, that she would get would be up to her 21st birthday, which I think is an injustice. Lagon said the family initially wanted to go to trial for first-degree murder, but now that teenager who pled guilty will remain in a youth detention center until she's 21 as part of the plea deal. This young lady committed an adult crime and was not charged as an adult. She could have been charged as an adult, but she wasn't. Lagon also told the judge that she just can't understand how her daughter could have been killed over sweet and sour sauce. In the district, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. More now about that frightening one-person crime spree that started Monday night in D.C. and ended yesterday morning in Prince George's County. It began with a carjacking and a shooting and ended when police in New Carrollton shot and killed the suspect. The man is now being identified as 28-year-old Artel Cunningham of Suitland. The officers involved, Sergeant Byron Purnell and Corporal Carlos Bartenga. Both are now on leave. Investigators are still trying to identify a motive. They say Cunningham may have been experiencing a mental health crisis. At least one person was killed in that crime spree. Another remains in what police are calling very critical condition tonight. Maryland leaders say they're doing more to crack down on juvenile crime. WTOP's Nick Ainelli says the lawmakers are now proposing legislation that would in part provide better documentation of younger kids who get arrested. We will be improving the accountability, rehabilitation, and collaboration of our system writ large. That's Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson announcing legislation that would require police officers who arrest a child to write a report about it every time it happens in order to close gaps between law enforcement and the Department of Juvenile Services. We will tackle this challenge together. Governor Wes Moore. We are all responsible for ensuring that children receive the rehabilitation that they need to get their lives on track. He says the legislation would increase the possible length of probation for kids and would expand the jurisdiction for the Department of Juvenile Services to include children under 13 for firearms-related offenses and car thefts. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. There is a big change coming to Baltimore, if you haven't heard. After 31 years under the ownership of one family, the Orioles are on track to have new owners. The man leading the group says his goal is simple, to win a World Series. WTOP's Mike Marillo reports we're hearing comments from several of the potential new owners. The ownership group led by D.C. philanthropist David Rubenstein has a just over $1.7 billion deal on the table, which MLB owners still need to approve. Rubenstein, in a statement, says he's grateful to the Angelos family for the opportunity to join the team that he's been a fan of his entire life, he says. And he looks forward to working with the Orioles owners, players and staff. Other owners include Michael Arigetti, CEO of Aries Management, as well as some big names in sports, among them Orioles legend Cal Ripken Jr., who says the team has always been a part of his life and he looks forward to this opportunity. Also, NBA Hall of Famer Grant Hill is a part of it. Governor Wes Moore is also reacting, saying he's glad the deal will keep the team in Baltimore. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Speed cameras in school zones coming to Prince William County. This is a pilot program for now. Cameras will be put up around four schools to start. Leaders expect to add more as time goes on. There will be a month-long warning period if you're a violator. After that, you would get a $100 fine for speeding in the school zones. Superintendent Latonya McDade anticipates the cameras will keep everyone safer. So it'll be interesting to see how this may support, you know, curbing some of the, the accidents that we've seen in those high traffic areas to ensure that our students commute to school and from school that they're safe. Prince William County will have road message boards in place a week before to alert everyone behind the wheel about the new cameras. And a heads up if you plan to take Metro to get around this weekend. More maintenance and track work like we've seen for so many years now. This will impact the red, green, and yellow lines Saturday and Sunday. On the red line, the Cleveland Park and Woodley Park stations will close. Free shuttle bus service will replace trains between DuPont Circle and Van Ness. On the green and yellow lines, trains will single track between Mount Vernon Square and LaFont Plaza. Coming up after traffic and weather, Bob and Edith's Diner opening restaurant number seven. I'm always amazed as I drive around. Oh, wow, there's another another Bob and Edith's. Stay with us on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Here's Kane Halifax in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, things have definitely calmed down out there in Virginia. Better news involving the investigation at the crash at I-95 northbound before the Prince William Parkway. It has been cleared and traffic's now getting through there slowly. The only thing left, I-95 southbound after Prince William Parkway, a crash is on the left shoulder. In Maryland, U.S. 50, both crash, both ways rather at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, eastbound span closed two-way traffic on westbound span at the work zone. Other than that, Beltway to Beltway is looking good. In the district, 295 and 395 are running smoothly. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra. Hyundai Ionic and Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go to electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. Now it's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Tomorrow, February 1st, it's going to be a beautiful day. Our skies clearing as I speak. We'll have just a little patchy fog as skies clear with those light winds. By morning, 30 to 38 degrees. Fog will not be sticking around for very long. We'll have a beautiful afternoon, mostly sunny skies. Skies expected around 55 degrees. On Friday, it's the next weather maker moving in for the morning hours. Clouds and a few scattered showers, but sunshine back by the afternoon with an afternoon temperature near 50. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Now in Rockville, we're at 35, Ashburn 36, Fort Washington at 37 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to 30. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. The Fed did not signal a March rate cut, but policymakers did make it clear cuts are coming soon. Not soon enough for the markets. The Dow lost 317 points in Wednesday session. The Nasdaq fell 346. That's two and a quarter percent. George Washington University Hospital has eliminated about 3% of its staff, citing a challenging time for health care. Bob and Edith's Diner, whose first 10-stool diner opened in Arlington in 1969, has opened its seventh diner in Northern Virginia in Manassas. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. South Korea's Kospi is up 1%, but Tokyo stocks are down 1%, and Australia's ASX 200 also 
down 1%. Still ahead on WTOP, it's amazing in just the recent few years how we are thinking so differently about social media and how harmful it can be, especially for children in our country. They held a hearing today. A lot of the tech CEOs were there again. Even Mark Zuckerberg apologizing to the people in the room. The Washington Post will join us live now to talk about how that hearing went and where we may go from here. Stay with us at 811. Agencies are using automation to secure their networks with zero trust. Brian Dack, the director of solutions engineering at Okta, says AI will help accelerate those efforts. To cut down on some of the noise that help desks and admins are dealing with, if they can get a platform that provides that automation, AI is going to raise the level of what that automation can do and and the ability for it to intelligently make decisions. To learn more, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Okta. With federal cybersecurity on the line, agencies are harnessing the power of modern identity and AI to supercharge their defenses. But technology moves fast and you need to keep up. That's why you need our free webinar, AI and Automation in Zero Trust Architectures. Learn from government and industry leaders and be ready for the future of cybersecurity today. Register now at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Okta. That's federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Okta. O-K-T-A. Coming up on WTOP, why a lot of experts recommend you should uh, think about filing your taxes now. Still January, tomorrow will be February, but earlier, much sooner than the April 15th deadline. We'll talk about that later this half hour. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth. And if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes and further rate hikes are expected. Most people don't know it, but the IRS adds interest charges to your tax debts daily. So if you owe the IRS today, you'll owe even more tomorrow. And it doesn't stop until you get right with the IRS. The good news is getting right can start with one phone call to Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm. Optima's tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's 8-13 here on WTOP. It's a blizzard of savings at Marlowe Furniture. This weekend, we're taking prices to all new lows with extra savings off Marlowe's new everyday low prices. Take up to an extra 25% off all dining rooms, up to an extra 20% off all sectionals and living rooms, up to an extra 15% off all bedrooms. Cool deals. Beautiful sofas, $7.97. Stylish dining sets, $8.97. Queen beds, $4.97. Plus 12 months, no interest financing. Friday through Sunday only at Marlowe Furniture, with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. At Uline, the prevailing opinion is, if you don't live it, you don't believe it. The people at Uline believe in hard work, and they live it by being there 24-7 to answer your call, having 41,000 items in stock, and offering same-day shipping from 12 locations across North America. Business owners, sellers, buyers, shippers, and packers believe it. Uline is the hardworking, dependable source for your shipping and industrial supplies. Visit Uline.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 814, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thank you very much for being with us. 
Five of the most powerful tech CEOs were on Capitol Hill today to answer questions about whether they're doing enough to protect kids online through social media and other outlets. The Senate Judiciary Committee hearing lasted nearly four hours. At one point, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg offered an apology to families in the hearing room. They were holding photos of children that they've lost. Between the applause and the uh, quality of that recording, it was hard to hear, but he did indicate saying, I'm sorry about what your families have gone through, what you've gone through, and what families have suffered. Joining us live now, Naomi Nick. She's Washington Post technology reporter. Thank you for a bit of your time and uh, sharing your reporting tonight, Naomi. Uh, It wasn't that many years ago that Mark Zuckerberg would go up to Capitol Hill and sort of smugly answer questions, and sometimes the lawmakers were not up to speed on the technology. Uh, Why was this so different today? You know, I think it was really different because there, because of those victims, because of the families in the room um, that did take the, you know, n- take the tenor up a notch. Um, and I think what was also different is I think we saw less um, political divisions among the diff- different parties. It was clear that um, both Democrats and Republicans were on the same page about um, pushing forward a package of bills to address um, sexual abuse a content on online platforms and to address just some of the youth safety issues when it comes to social media companies. How about the line from uh, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham to the CEOs, you have blood on your hands. That also perhaps has not been so starkly laid out before. That was another notable moment. And remember, the lawmakers repeatedly brought up, you know, sort of a laundry list of harms. There are you know, um, parents who've complained about their children finding drug dealers on these social media platforms. There are parents who've complained about, um, you know, how their children have been bullied um, repeatedly on their platforms. There are families who've complained about how their children, you know, ended up killing, committing suicide because of the abuse or the toxic content that they discovered on that platform. And so, you know, when the lawmakers did talk about life and death um, issues, you know, that that wasn't totally hyperbolic. There have been some really tragic stories, um, you know, linking social media to the deaths of vulnerable young people. So in terms of fixing things going forward, because people still like to use social media. Is Europe the guide? Uh, from what I understand, you, you have a lot more privacy in Europe online and uh, and a lot more protections. Yes. Um, look, Europe has um, done a lot more in terms of um, passing legislation to force tech companies to take bolder actions in terms of protecting young people, but really in, in, in a lot of other ways too. And so um, the U.S. is behind that committee. The Senate Judiciary Committee did pass a package of, of bills back in, in May, um, aiming to address, um, child, you know, uh, child exploitation on social media. Um, one thing we heard, um, from lawmakers today is that they want that those bills to make it to the floor for a vote. Um, I think the political situation just in an election year that that's going to be, um, you know, getting that bill all the way to the White House and passed, I think that's going to be difficult. Um, but I think there is some sense in, in that they want to make some more progress. Um, but yeah, while, while, uh, things have languished in Washington, we, we have states who are passing laws 
um, that are moving forward, um, passing laws to, you know, um, requiring parental, um, parental involvement in terms of, um, app downloads or controls for some of these apps. And then we have our international, um, counterparts in Europe also passing laws, um, that are regulating the social media companies much more rigorously. Naomi, thank you very much. I know we'll talk again soon. Thanks for having me. Naomi Nix, live on WTOP, Washington Post Tech Report. Top stories here, a 16-year-old girl sentenced this afternoon after pleading guilty to stabbing and killing another teen outside a D.C. McDonald's over the summer. It was a dispute over nothing more than sweet and sour dipping sauce. The people who are about to buy the Baltimore Orioles speak out about their dreams for the franchise, including the ultimate prize, raising the commissioner's trophy after winning another World Series. On Friday, the bodies of three American troops killed during a drone strike on a U.S. military base in Jordan will head back to U.S. soil. President Biden will be there. Keep it here for full details. Time to go back here to Kane Halifax in the WTOP Traffic Center. Things have gone way down this evening on our roads in Virginia. The investigation of the crash at I-95 northbound before the Prince William Parkway. It has been cleared and traffic is getting through slowly, still backed up to Quantico. The only thing left, I-95 southbound after Prince William Parkway. is a crash on the left shoulder. 66 between Arlington and Gainesville is looking good. George Washington Parkway is clear as well. In Maryland, U.S. 50 both ways at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, the eastbound span closed. There's two-way traffic. Traffic on the westbound span of the work zone. Other than that, Beltway to Beltway e is looking good. And in the district, 295 and 395 are running smoothly and without incident. Don't miss West 2024. Current and future challenges of the sea services are discussed through networking and exploration of the latest platforms and technologies for operational success. <clears throat> Learn more at westconference.org. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. Let's turn next to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Tomorrow, February 1st, it's going to be a beautiful day. Our skies clearing as I speak. We'll have just a little patchy fog as skies clear with those light winds. By morning, 30 to 38 degrees. Fog will not be sticking around for very long. We'll have a beautiful afternoon. Mostly sunny skies expected around 55 degrees. On Friday, it's the next weather maker moving in for the morning hours. Clouds and a few scattered showers, but sunshine back by the afternoon with an afternoon temperature near 50. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In Manassas tonight, we're at 34, Metro Center 40, Frederick, Maryland 35. Some parts of our area could be down to 30 overnight. And still to come, body-worn camera video shows last week's deadly police shooting on North Capitol Street. I'm Dick Iuliano. Stay with us tonight at 821. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Michael Siegel, CEO of Locally Based Certified Title. FVC Bank appreciates the strong relationship we have with Certified Title. Take it from me, folks. Michael Siegel here at Certified Title. FEC Bank is the bank to use. We value FEC Bank as a trusted financial partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. A strange thing for sale at Home Depot. A sword 
from Braveheart. We'll tell you more coming up. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. Now, 823, as we get a look at just-released body-worn footage of a shooting involving D.C. police last week. It shows what happened when police shot and killed a man who jumped out of an ambulance and charged at an officer with a metal object during morning rush hour traffic. The man was in a mental health crisis last Wednesday morning when police say he assaulted a paramedic in the ambulance, taking him to the hospital and then bolted into traffic on North Capitol Street near Florida Avenue. Executive Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll says the man's family has been shown the body-worn camera video of the man coming out from under a truck with a metal object in his hand. The individual charged towards the officer, grabbed at him, and swung the metal object. At that time, the officer discharged his firearm, striking the individual. Chief Carroll says the metal object appears to be a tire pressure gauge. A use of force review is underway and the officer is on administrative leave. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. You might cringe at the thought of having to file your taxes this year. But WTOP Scott Gelman tells us there are steps you can take to make it easier. One of those is taking advantage of an IRS program. There are volunteer tax preparers who are actually trained and and certified by the IRS to prepare returns for free. Paul Smith, D.C.'s taxpayer advocate, is also recommending that you file early. It is sooner the better. You know, obviously, if you're receiving a refund, you're going to want to get your return in faster. Smith says some people are reluctant to file. They're usually worried about getting audited. As long as everything on the return was done according to the law, you have nothing to worry about. Getting your taxes filed, even if you don't have a requirement, is the best way to take advantage of things such as the earned income tax credit. Currently in the district, there are about 30% of taxpayers who qualify for that credit who actually don't take advantage of the credit simply because they don't file a tax return. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Well, who doesn't want to feel like a Scottish warrior when you're shopping for toilet seats and cans of paint? For just $50, Home Depot will turn you into William Wallace with its new medieval sword now on sale. It's a replica of the sword used in Braveheart. It's got a double-edged blade. It comes with a leather sheath and a belt strap. There's a difference between us. You think the people of this country exist to provide you with position. I think your position exists to provide those people with freedom. Home Depot, though, is quick to point out the sword is supposed to be decorative. Let's be careful out there. Sports at 25 and 55. At 825, here's Rob Woodfork. All right, the Wizards out of halftime after trailing the Clippers by six at the break, and it is not a great start to the third quarter as the Clips go on a 5-0 run. They lead 71-60. Kyle Kuzma scored a game-high 23 points in the first half on 9 of 15 shooting, dueling Kawhi Leonard, who now has 21 points for L.A., uh, had 19 of those in the first half. And Maryland putting up a fight against Indiana in the third quarter. Steve Dresner is live at Xfinity Center with the details. Rob, we've just gotten the fourth quarter underway. Maryland had some run toward, uh, toward the end of the third quarter, hitting